Hello and welcome to episode 184 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. In today's show, we're talking about Discord. I've got my friend Mandy Edwards, who is going to tell us all that we need to know about Discord. What on earth is it and why do we need it? We'll be with you just after this. Welcome to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Helping you level up your impact, authority, and profits through the power of confident live video. Optimize your mindset and communication and increase your confidence in front of the camera. Get confident with the tech and gear. And get confident with the content Content and marketing. marketing. Together, we can go live! Well, hello, hello, hello. It's great to be here for another episode of the Confident Live Marketing Show. Well, it seems that everyone at the moment has a Discord server. Not quite everyone, uh, but, you know, anyone from my favorite YouTubers to top marketers have a Discord server. And I've, I've been starting to play around with this and I've joined many. I think I'm probably a member of about 15, 16, maybe even 20 Discord servers. I can't even remember. But what is Discord? Why should you want to use it and, and maybe even set up your own server? I want to use Discord. I want to use Discord. I want to use Discord. Manny Edwards, show me how. I want to introduce to you Mandy Edwards, who is the owner of Me Marketing Services. She's a graduate of the University of Georgia's Terry College of Business, and she has 20 plus years of sales and marketing experience. Past work experience has included print marketing, sales, and local store marketing for Chick-fil-A. And she is married and the proud mother, I should say, let's get that right, of two red-headed daughters who constantly keep her on her toes. Welcome to the show, Mandy. Great to see you here. Let's get the chair. <laughs> Roll out the red carpet. Um, awesome to have you here, Mandy. It's as I was saying just Thank before you. we started, um, we've known each other in the in the online space for many, many years. I, I mean, you said to me that you'd set your business up about 11 and a half years ago. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So and that's about the same time as I did with mine. And, and I think I, I can't remember where we kind of saw each other. It might have been on Facebook, Google Plus, Twitter, or a combination of all of those things. Uh, you're, so you're you're from Georgia. Uh, you've got two redheaded daughters. And, and I empathize with that because I'm, you wouldn't think that, but I'm actually a redhead, uh, although not anymore. It's, it's, I've gone brown. I'm probably going gray. Um, so yeah. Uh, do, do, is it true? That's that how red- I am. Mine was bright red and it's gotten darker. <laughs> Is it true that as us redheads are just very feisty and, and hot-headed? Do you think that's there's some truth in that? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, it, it is true. It is true. Well, thank you for joining joining me today. Um, I'm I'm just I've got so many questions I want to ask you, and I think there's so much that we can talk about. Um, but like, can you remember like how, um, over the last, how did we, how did we kind of meet each other? What were you doing kind of like 10, nine years ago? Was it, um, was it Facebook, Google plus, you know, can you remember those days? Google plus that's a flashback right there. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I wonder if people who are just getting into this even realize that that even existed. 
I think honestly, it probably came from a Facebook group and then onto Twitter between the two of those. Um, I'm really thinking probably we, we were in a, the same Facebook group at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sounds about it, right. Cause that's back in like the, I would say your 2012 to 2015 range. I mean, that's what it was is all Facebook groups, different marketers and Facebook yeah. groups. I mean, online marketing is all Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. Um, so that's probably where it started. I and think of course so. we followed each other on every other platform. So. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what you do, isn't it? And of course we, yeah. we, we, you know, we're, we're great friends with Mark Schaefer, you know, both, both of us. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, you're, you're doing, you, you've, I mean, one of the reasons why I've got you on the show is because you, uh, you've created Mark Schaefer's discord server. So I think we, we're in similar circles there. So tell us like, mm -hmm. how did you get to this point today? We're going to be talking about discord. I know that you don't just do discord, but tell us uh, just a brief history of how you got into say marketing, social media and, and how you got into discord today. Well, I've been doing marketing since I graduated college back in 2001. I, my, I say in my former life, I did print advertising sales when that was such a thing and, you know, working in the newspaper industry and, you know, through, you know, different twists and turns in life, I ended up doing um, local store marketing for our Chick-fil-A, local Chick-fil-A restaurant, and then was with them for a few years and then just had to take a break from it all after having my youngest and decided that I was just going to jump in and had other businesses approaching me to do contract work. And I said, well, I might as well just form my own business, which I always wanted. And in 2011, you know, jumped in and, you know, launched Emmy Marketing. And from then, you know, I thought we would be doing a lot of your, because that was, you know, 2011, you know, social media was there, but businesses weren't really using it. And so I thought I'd do the more traditional marketing, which I came up in. But, you know, not too long after that, businesses were asking, how do you set up a Facebook page? Okay, how can I do this online or that online? And I've always been a tech nerd anyway. And so I took a few weeks and really immersed myself in you know social media marketing at that time. Now keep in mind, this is like 2012, early 2012. And from there, it just kind of went, I was the first um, company in our local area to do social media marketing or any kind of digital marketing. So we kind of got in on the ground level and you know built a really good client base and as social platforms and digital grew, so did we, you know, doing, you know, social management, which is most of what we do now is social media management and digital advertising. And, um, you know, just kind of been rocking and rolling with that ever since. And with, um, and then through that, you know, active on Twitter, love Twitter. Um, you know, I follow a lot of college athletes because one of my big passions is um, American college football and with my alma mater and you know following some of the former players they you know i saw a couple of them come together and they were launching a company called the players lounge which works with student athletes in the new era of um, nil here in america name image likeness um, college athletes now can profit off of schools using their name they can go sign sponsorship deals as an amateur and so they formed a company to, you know, kind of help with some of that. But their community was largely on Discord. So that's where I jumped in. And then, you know, now I'm overseeing the social for um, the whole company for Players Lounge um, from the top down to our, some of our um, college teams that we work with. And, you know, 
I love Discord. That's kind of where I got into that ground floor. And then knowing Mark, he was wanting to, you know, he had been toying with the idea, but found out I was doing it and said he was going to quote snag me up before anybody else could. <laughs> and so I had me set his up. And so that managing that. And so that kind of all leads to where we are today. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, uh, I mean, that, and that's, I mean, we've known each other for, for years, but I didn't know that you did Discord until I saw, like, I think Mark, Mark Schaefer said, Oh, I've got Mandy doing this. I thought, Mandy, does, does she just do, <laughs> I didn't know she did Discord, but, but then, like, I was blown away by what you, you've done with that community. But you said something really important, all this work that you've been doing, um, with, what is it again? What did you say? N, NIL? Is that, no, what was it? <clears throat> Yeah, NIL, the name, yeah, it's yeah. name, image, likeness, but they, it's called NIL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you've, so with that, you, I mean, the, the whole community thing um, is so important, and a lot of people think about the technology first. And I'm going to be completely honest here that this is my, this is often my problem. I get overly excited by the tech, and I know you do too. You get excited mm -hmm. by the tech as well, but then we forget. You've got, there's a lot of other work you've got to do first. You've got to grow the, build the community first uh, uh, be, before you create, in a sense, the, the system. So like, there's no mm -hmm. point creating a Discord server if you don't have a community. So mm -hmm. can you tell us, before we get onto Discord, what are your views or, or what are your recommendations if people are wanting to build and grow a community? And that might be on social media. It might be around a live show or it might be somewhere else. What What are the, the ways to do that? I know it's a massive question. We could do a whole show on that, but just some, yeah. just, I would love to know your views on that. Well, first, I think it comes down to, you know, if you're doing it for you yourself as an individual or for a company, you've got to be real and know who you are. There's so many people out there right now that are fakes. I mean, you look at influence, influencer marketing <laughs> and you can really see through who's being genuine about it and who's not. And I think the people that attract the most and build the strongest communities, even companies are the ones that are the most authentic and the ones that are real, that they've got a you know personality or they've got something that people are truly interested in and they want to you know follow along or be a part of. Like you see some of these companies that have like Lululemon. I mean, they, I mean, they've got, you know, this whole community around them that's obsessed with these hundred dollar leggings, which disclaimer, I own a pair. They are fantastic, but you've, you know, but they've done a good job with that because it's, you know, there's a, a commonality that everyone can come and, you know, interact and there's a common, you know, thread among all of them. Um, but you know, you've just got, there's gotta be something compelling and real to attract a community in the first place. Um, because I know, especially with Gen Z right now, and of course having two Gen Zers in my house, it's kind of like a live marketing experiment every single day. They do a really, I mean, even my oldest, we'll sit and talk about it. She said they can see through the fakes online and there's so many out there trying to build a, you know, trying to build communities that's targeting, you know, that particular generation that, they can see right through it. And so I think the biggest piece in building a community is being real and authentic and having something compelling. And, you know, you can, you know, I mean, any of the social platforms, you can convey that. Yeah, de so definitely. Kinda... Definitely. I, I, and I'm just looking up like generation. So in the UK, we call it Generation Z, but Gen Z uh, uh, yeah. is <laughs> like, it just, I mean, everyone knows that, but I, I is like it's supposedly between aged eight and twenty three years old. I don't know whether that's still true, but 
Mm, I, th I think, yeah, I think my kids are Gen Z as well. So it's more, but, I mean, I would think it's more your teenagers or your yeah. like first two years in college in America. Yeah. You know, you're under 21 group. But that, but I mean, there's a lot of people that will talk about authenticity and it's kind of in a sense, it's almost over talked about, but you're so right that authenticity is, is vital for, for building a community. And I just don't understand. I don't know how people can fake it for that length of time. It just sounds exhausting to me. I just, I, I don't know. I just can't, I just have, I kind of have to be myself really in a, in a way, but uh, I think there is this that there is this kind of um, temptation in a way to try and be somebody else, you know. Particularly on on, on camera, we mm -hmm. we we feel that ourselves, our personalities is is not enough, and that we're flawed. But it's actually kind of leaning into those flaws, I think, and being yourself, and that that takes time. We've talked a lot about that on the show about the whole mindset side of things. Um, any any thoughts on on that on that side of things? I mean, I just, I mean, I agree with what you said. I mean, there's, I know there's such a pressure to, you know, everyone wants to be successful. Everyone wants to say, oh, I have a community of X thousand, you know, number of thousand of people. But, you know, you see those that, I mean, you, I, you're right. You can only fake it so long and then the cracks are going to show and things are going to yeah. falter. And that's when you end up with a PR disaster. And, you know, it's just as long as you can, I mean, if you're just you, and people, you know, follow you for who you are, even as a business, you know, that that's going to stay true because I mean, even those flaws you mentioned, I mean, that's sometimes what brings people together. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this person has this large following, but they struggle with the same thing I do. And so it's just making it all real. And I think if everybody was truly real and not fake online, you know, even if you're not even doing it for business or personal, you're just showing a whole nother, you know, a different life than you really lead. You know, I mean, a lot of that is going to come out, you know, in the South, they say it's going to come out in the wash, but, you know, it'll, it'll all come out in the end. It's, it's, yeah, it's so important, like, because if people then get to meet you in real life, say at an event or you, I don't know, they, they hire you, you know, and they become mm -hmm. your client they're going to know the real you pretty fast mm -hmm. and if you have faked it that's not going to be good so i think i think we i think we know that but let's let's get into discord what how would you describe discord are there any other platforms out there you know it's, in some ways it kind of reminds me of slack or twitter or mm -hmm. a facebook group kind of there are similarities with these things but what what's different about discord I think if people are unfamiliar with Discord and they are familiar with Slack, that'll be the easiest kind of comparison. It's very Slack-ish, but it's a lot more, I would say, friendly and interactive and more about the conversation. Um, Discord, I mean, other than Slack, I really don't know of any platforms that are similar to it out there. But to me, it's a place that communities in any sector can come together and have fun, have conversations, have video chats. You know, it's a great place for a community to live because, you know, you can do, like you can have your communities in a Facebook group, but you're limited. You can have your community on Twitter, but you're kind of limited. I feel with Discord, you've got, as from a community standpoint, there's more options of things you can do and, you know, ways to interact with each other than on, you know, the different social platforms. Yeah, I, I would agree that it, it it almost seems like bewildering how many 
different options there are on discord you know and you mentioned it's not it's not just chat there's the option for voice chat on there i don't i don't mm-hmm. think i've actually you well i kind of used it i think i've been in the voice chat room but i didn't don't think i've actually mm-hmm. participated yet um the might is, is the video as well can you do video on yeah you can do video you can do live video um yeah i thought the, you could do that yeah yeah the players lounge company i work with um we've got a massive discord channel and we did a um, golf tournament back in the spring. And one of the guys was logged into Discord on his phone and through the app was doing live video. Um, so he was like going, basically like if you go live on Facebook or whatever, live on YouTube, you're going live in Discord. And so he was kind of doing a ride along on a golf cart with one of the guys. Um, so there's that, there's voice channels. And they also have a really cool feature, um, which is a stage feature where we've done with that group several AMAs some ask me anythings where you've got your people up on stage as the hosts and then you've got the audience and they can raise their hand to speak and then you can click for them to come join the stage and they can you know talk and ask their questions and then you can move them back almost like an imagine an in-person like panel and mm-hmm. you just move it online it's just you're doing it all it's the same kind of format and everything um, where you can you know give people the floor um, that's been a lot of fun to do uh, with different, you know, within the players lounge, we've had a couple different ones, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, I mean, there's those, and of course you have the good old fashioned chat where you just type it in. Yeah. So you've, you've got the option of all, all these different things. Now, Kevin in the chat is, is asking a little bit more about the, the live video aspects of this. Uh, and this is mm-hmm. maybe something I, I want to revisit on the show because, uh, at, at the moment in today's show, we're just talking generally about discord, but, um, Kevin's asking, can you live broadcast video out to the public also how many people can join you uh join you on the on the video broadcast so i i mean yeah t- tell us a bit more about, about that because to, for, to me it seems that it's it seems kind of it's a it's a private community isn't discord mm-hmm. all about private community tell us a little bit more mm-hmm. on that yeah when you do the video in discord um like if you're doing a live video it is only broadcast live to that particular server and it, I think you can even get down to a specific channel. We just did it server wide um, where, I mean, if you're a member of that server and you know, Hey, they're going to go live at like 8 AM tomorrow. If you're in that server, it'll pop up, you know, so-and-so is live. You click and watch, but it's only to that particular community. It's not open to the general public. Like you can do on uh, YouTube. Um, And then the way they watch it is, I mean, if they're in that server and there'll be a little, you know, on your channel list on the side, it'll pop up for the video that you can click on and watch and you can watch it on your phone or your desktop mm, but you've got to be logged in board that's really cool okay so this is this is something i want to look on mm-hmm. a, a, a lot more in the future but i don't have a i don't have a discord server at the moment i have a community so like this is something that i don't need right now but it's it's interesting mm-hmm. and i suppose you could you could broadcast to discord and broadcast somewhere else like facebook or youtube but the that seems pointless to me because one of the big advantages in in live video in the private community is, is you're trying to get people to join your community. You're you're saying, look, mm-hmm. if you join our community, we've got all these cool things happening, and, and um, mm-hmm. I assume that's that you would agree with that. Yeah, because with Discord, I mean, there's, I mean, anyone can join us. Like, there's servers that anyone can join, but then there's some that they're kind of gated. Um, but I think the whole purpose with having, you know, the Discord community is, I mean, that's, I would almost see it as your own private community. 
for yeah. you know your business or yourself and the content you want to share you want it to be specifically for them not anything i mean i'm sure that stuff you want to put out in the public too but i would think if you're doing stuff within discord you're doing it specifically for those people because those that's your yeah. core community so to speak De definitely definitely and and the way i've seen this happen so for example there's a lot of youtubers that i mean youtube has a community aspect to it but it's it's pretty basic and so uh people will maybe join join that community by pay, paying something on patreon or something and then uh joining uh, a discord server and there's different tiers for for different things uh different levels of access which is cool with just briefly on the live video thing do you how do you actually do it do you have to broadcast you on the on the mobile app or can you do it are there lots of different ways of doing the live video thing the only way i've seen it is through the mobile app hmm. um just because it was at events and yeah. so i mean we didn't have a computer um but that's not to say you couldn't yeah you couldn't okay do it well on that's cool computer yeah I'll, I'll, i'm gonna look into that because there might be a way to use other apps like ecamm or, or Streamyard or something like mm -hmm. that um but that's that's cool. i know there's there's one i think it's Streamyard that they've used before to integrate some of the video like if you're not doing live at an event like we've had we've watched live you know interview videos before and they've done it through Streamyard. so discord's kind of like a lot of these other apps where there's a lot of things that can integrate with it that if they don't spe sorry, specifically have it that you can you know you can integrate it into it so i mean there's so really i mean i would almost think the sky's the limit in the different functionalities mm. you could do and have it go different places cool well that sounds awesome so it sounds like most live video tools out there will will work you'll yeah uh so why should we bother uh getting involved i suppose this is a two-part question really like why should we as consumers join discord servers so like i joined mark uh, mark schaefer's server this is for his community um and obviously i'm a massive fan of of mark um good friends with him so like it seemed the right thing to do and i actually really love the community actually um but i have to say like with some of the communities out there it does feel a little bit almost like overwhelming just like where do you start so as a consumer where why should we bother and i think then we'll maybe move on to like well why should should we bother kind of creating our own community on on discord with that um Discord can be, I mean, I'll admit it can be overwhelming, especially if you're in multiple servers. Um, but there's, you know, they've got the settings and notifications you can set so it doesn't get overwhelming. The, um, and I'm sorry, I have to ask you to repeat the second part of the question. <laughs> As I pop up on my <laughs> no, computer that's, that's and I'm well, is... for a split second. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is, this is, um, this is my fault. And uh, as an interviewer, you should never ask two questions at the same time because I know what I'm like. It, like, it all goes out of my head. I've, so yeah, the, so the first one was, the first question was about like you as a consumer. And I think you've given us some mm -hmm. really good uh, information there. That, and something that I've realized is that you can kind of control the notifications. You, you know, you can mute things. And I've, I've actually pretty much mm -hmm. gone through all of the servers yeah. and muted most notifications, except when people mention me, because obviously I don't want to be mm -hmm. rude and miss things. So mm -hmm. you can do all of that. So so, so I suppose like um, the, the second part of the question was, why should we consider creating our own uh, Discord server? So that was more like as a consumer, like why should, 
like, why should I, for example, uh, think about at some point creating my own Discord server for my community? I think it's always a good idea to have that, especially, you know, it helps you build your brand. I know that's very businessy, but as you know, we're all in business and I've seen, you know, I know Discord has a functionality. You can use it as a school group. You could use it for your family. So, I mean, it's not just set to, okay, I have to use it as a brand or I have to use it for, you know, to build a community for my business. You also can use it personally. Um, but on you know the business side of it, you know, having a core community, I mean, those are, you know, what Mark likes to call your alpha audience. Mm. You know, those are the ones that are going to go out and, you know, preach the gospel of your business. I hate, I know it sounds very churchy, but those are your, I mean, those are the ones that are more, the most, you know, I guess your big, they're, they're your biggest fans. And it's a place that, you know, you can kind of have that intimate talk back and forth where you really get to get to know each other. And, you know, even, you know, any business having a community, I mean, that's to me, I, I see a community as those are your fans that they're going to go out and, you know, help spread the word on your behalf. And, having, you know, using Discord as, you know, your conduit to have those conversations going, especially because it can be more private. It makes it feel more exclusive. It makes, you know, being part of a community, you want to feel important. You want to feel, feel valued. And I know there's a huge push across the board anyway, you know, marketing-wise over the last couple of years is personalization. You want that VIP experience. You want to feel like, you know, you're acknowledged and having, you know, as a person or a business on Discord, having that, that gives you all of that, where you can invite people into a exclusive community, makes them feel like they're getting in on something and have those conversations, bounce ideas off of them to where, you know, they really feel valued and appreciated. And then they're going to go to their friends like, hey, you really need to join this type of thing. And so it kind of, there's benefits all the way around. I mean, I, I mean, the only negative I would see is, you know, it can be time consuming. But other than that, I mean, it's it's going to help any business more than, I mean, it would hurt mm. anything. Yeah, I think that's, those are all amazing points, like the exclusivity of it uh, and, yeah, building your band. I don't think we need to apologize for that. It's it's that. Um, but I, I love the exclusivity part of it and, and growing that growing that community. It can it can be overwhelming, but if you put that work in at the start, and then I, I, I don't I mean I suppose it can it you it can grow at a pace that you're comfortable with. I mean you don't mm -hmm. have to you know you can there are different tiers, different levels that you can let people into, and there's there's even if you know we've talked about Web three point on the show before, you can link it with. Uh, you know, services like Rally for creator coins and, and presumably NFTs and things like that. So you can mm -hmm. you can get really quite you know futuristic with all of this. Oh yeah, but, yeah. I mean, it's it's much. So I'm I'm going to just on on the screen I, I, for podcast listeners. I will explain what's on here. This is just an example of uh, Discord, and at the far left we've got. Actually, I don't know whether you can see this on the screen. You probably can't actually. Um, I've got. Let me see if I can put it in. Um, no, you can't. But I've got, I've got about how many, I've got about 20 different servers I'm a member of. Um, and then there are different channels. Is it right to say channels? Is that what yeah, that's channels. On the left? Yeah, different channels. Uh, and you, some of these are open to all people. Some of them you have to do certain tasks or be given special access to it. Uh, and then you've got the, the main kind of chat area. And then you've got the the people on the right and you can even do like direct messages and things like that so i suppose i i want to ask the the question like with 
all of this, first of all, does it cost? Is there is there money? I've got the big banner at the top talking about Nitro costing me $2.99 per month. Uh, but so there's that aspect of it. I'm going to just ask you that one question first. I'm not going to ask you and ask yeah. you too. So like, for, is it, you know, what's the cost involved with this? It's, I mean, Discord is free. At, at the base point, it is free. Anybody can join it. Anybody can use it. Anyone can have a server. Anyone can set up channels. You know, the, the base functionality is free. Of course, then you said, you know, there's Nitro at the top, which I do, I do Nitro. Um, it just kind of opens up. It's kind of like you think of, you know, it's basically tiers of options, basically. If you want to have, you know, option for a customizable banner, okay, you got to pay, you know, have, you got to upgrade it. Or, you know, you get server boosters, which is another thing that people can buy so many boosts and they can boost your server, which unlocks even more options you can do. But at the core of it, it's free. Like if, um, you know, say my husband wanted to join it, and get involved in a thing, he wouldn't have to pay a dime. Um, I personally, you know, spend the money on it just because I like to have all the options available to me. Um, but for your, you know, someone who's never used it before, it's free. There's a desk. I like the desktop version. I have Macs. And so I have the desktop Mac that um, app on my Mac that I use. Um, but there's the mobile app too. Um, and so it's just, you know, your preference on what you want to use. But at all the, your, base functionality that really a normal user that's just there to engage as a community member, that's totally free. That's good to know, because I think that's that's where we probably all want to start. There's no point spending the money and then mm -hmm. doing nothing for like for a year, because I know a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. and it's, but uh, get, you know, get started. And then over time, you can, if you need to upgrade, you can do that. I've, I've been mm -hmm. toying occasionally with the idea of upgrading because I like the idea of having like different profiles on different servers, but I kind of thought, mm, uh -huh. I don't need that yet. I don't need that yet. So I think you need to just get started. So how do we actually get started? If we want to create our own, we, we've got, we've already got a community of people who are kind of, but there's no place for them at the mm -hmm. moment, or maybe there is, maybe you've set up a Twitter community, a Facebook group and but you, you don't feel that's right. You want to create a Discord server. How do you get started? What's the best way of getting started with all of this? Well, it's really easy. I mean, once you create your Discord account and log in, I mean, it gives you the options to join a server or you can create your own. And then once you create your own, then you can title it whatever you want. You can create whatever channels you want. Um, you can It will give you an invite link to send to friends. Um, but a little note on that, when you go to any server actually and get an invite link to send to somebody, um, there's a little teeny tiny and fine print edit button underneath it. If you click that, you can change how long that link is available, something that's only for 24 hours, or if you want it to be unlimited, it's there for that same link forever. Um, but then you send that link and then people, you know, the people will click that and then they'll, if they have a Discord account already, then they can automatically join the server or they can set up an account and join the server. Um, you know, that's, you know, your basic first steps. It's super easy. It walks you through how to do it. Um, you don't have to have any kind of like high-end coding degree or any, you know, high-tech specialty to set it up. No, that's good to know. So are there any like potential pitfalls uh, in, in setting up your own Discord server? Because it sounds like there's a load of different settings there. And you mentioned mm -hmm. a few things about like the expiration dates of, of the links and things like that. Uh, mm -hmm. 
would you would you say to just start very simply with maybe one or two channels and then take mm-hmm. it from there? Is that, is that how you do it? Or would you like create everything like this big complicated uh, server from the beginning? I, I kind of, I know where you're going to go with this, but just tell me. Yeah. I always, I mean, I always approach grow as you go. Yeah. To where, you know, when you start it, start out with one or two. And then as you see, you know, and kind of feel the community out, you know, even with, you know, Mark's community and with the Players Lounge community, things have come out of conversations in that particular, you know, in that particular channel. Um, you know, like we had a funny story in the Players Lounge one, it got to the point where everyone, you know, when Wordle was really, really big, um, everyone was sharing their Wordle results. And so it was kind of clogging up where that's all you saw, you didn't saw the conversation. So we're like, all right, well, let's make a Wordle channel that when we play Wordle, that's where we put our results. And so everyone can check on each other. And then everyone got into, you know, time period where everyone was sharing dog pictures. And I don't know how it came up. And so someone created a dog channel. So we put all of that in there just to kind of categorize out conversation so it doesn't get all muddled. Um, But I mean, those came eventually as the community grew. And so I always would just grow as you go. You know, I wouldn't want it. If you know ahead of time you want to have five channels and this is what they, you know, you want them to be. I mean, you can do that. That's fine. Um, Mm. But if you're a, a basic newbie to all of it and you don't really know what you need to have, just start with, you know, one or two. One that's kind of, you know, a start channel that people talk in or you can call it open chat. Um, and then you can have one that might be say like questions, like if they got a question on what to do in discord or like almost kind of like a help channel, so to speak. Um, yeah, but I would, sense. you know, I, I wouldn't tackle everything at once if you're new to it, just because, you know, it's, you know, if you're going to try to set up 10 channels with custom, you know, criteria for all of them, it's, you're going to get a little overwhelmed if you're new to all of it. Um, so I would, you know, grow as you go. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's the way to start. Like one or two channels is probably maybe four max is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. See, so you touched on uh, one thing there, which is the customization of things. Just before we get on to that, I want to talk about like rules. It, is, it, is it a good mm-hmm. idea to have rules? And I've seen it when you join a Discord, you have to read the rules and then click on a kind of emoji at the bottom to say you've um, accept the rules. Is that an important thing uh, when you set up your own server? Yes. And I think any community, you know, even if it's not on Discord, you need to have a set of rules that sets the parameters and expectations of that community or group, you know, and I mean, you could Google and find probably a thousand different variations of Discord rules, um, but they all tend to have the same components to it. Kind of a, here's what we're talking about. Here's what we're not talking about. Um, Kind of a, you know, keep it, keep it polite. You know, everyone has no, a no spamming policy. Everyone has keep it basically safe for work. Don't put anything in there that would embarrass your grandmother. Um, you know, your your basic common knowledge, what we should be doing anyway, but you have to spell it out because there's always somebody who's not going to pay attention. But it, you need to set those boundaries and parameters. When people join it, they know what the expectations are and being that. Cause I know there's some that, you know, they want you to participate so many times a week or, you know, it's like, okay, we're here for this purpose, but you just kind of lay it all out of, okay, here's who we are, what we do. Here's what we expect from you. You know, here's what, you know, what you can't do. 
you know, I hate, you know, take negative approaches to stuff, but it's like, okay, here's what we're not going to allow because we want to make it a safe place for these people, you know, for your community to come talk without feeling, you know, disparaged. And so having that and having people acknowledge it, I mean, it doesn't matter if this is a discord community or even a Facebook group community, you need to have those parameters and rules set just so, and at the same time, it also kind of gives you an out of, okay, if in, you need to have this in the rules as well. If you break one of these rules, here's the consequences. You know, it could be you're muted for a while. It could be you just get flat kicked out. Um, I know in the Players Lounge group, there's been, I mean, I've had to ban probably about a dozen people at this point just for coming in and posting racial slurs or stuff that was sexually explicit, stuff that violated the rules. So we had course to do that. Because um, if you don't have rules set up and you need to kick somebody out, there's really nothing to fall back on as, okay, well, you know, if you don't have the rules and it could be like, oh, well, you just didn't like that post you kicked me out as opposed to you violated one of the community rules, therefore, because it's laid out, these are the consequences you've got to, you got to go. Yeah. And I think you have to be really strong on these things. You know, there's, I mean, it's, it's nice to be nice, but, you know, and, mm -hmm. but the rules actually will create a, a, a much nicer and encouraging community mm -hmm. i think if you do that presumably you can have different sets of rules for different channels so there might be uh i don't know a, a, an opportunity maybe you kind of don't want any dog or cat pictures in any of the channels apart from one and you might be mm -hmm. quite explicit and say look no cat pictures but if you do then use this channel you could presumably yeah. you do that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i mean it, it, that's the, what's nice about it is you have the freedom to do, you know, kind of set the parameters you want for all of it. You know, it could be where, all right, you only post, you know, on these certain channels or you can like, all right, it's kind of wide open. Just keep it PG type of thing. Um, I jokingly sometimes in the players lounge ones call myself the discord mom. Come in there and being like, all right, you need to be nicer. You can't say that. Yeah, you know, because yeah. we do, because in that one, we do have the college athletes participating yeah. too. So it's kind of like looking out, because we want them to feel like it's a safe space. They can come talk as college athletes come talk to their fans, you know, and not be criticized because they didn't play well the weekend before. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, and it just depends on, to you know, the purpose of your community, what it's there for. And you just make sure everything kind of aligns. Yeah. And you need to, you need to be in there on a regular basis and, and you mm -hmm. may need to get some help. I mean, I, I think this is probably... Um, something that I would want to do is to, to get somebody maybe I don't know like a full not not necessarily a full time but somebody like a community manager mm -hmm. to go in there or maybe even you can get people if you have some super fans then you, then you, you mm -hmm. could they could be moderate you could get a couple of moderators to go in and presumably mm -hmm. and, and help with that kind of thing so the other thing I want to to move on to is the idea of um maybe the the there's there's gamification so I've seen that that if you get involved with the community, you can be assigned a rank or, or whatever. You can you mm -hmm. can get different points or different roles, and you mm -hmm. can you can then get access to other parts of uh, the community that you didn't have access to before. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Because this is a uh, this is quite cool. I love this is the one thing that I don't mm -hmm. see other community um, apps or services offering this gamification part of it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun because automatically, like to do a lot on Discord, you know, there's so many things you can do within it. And a lot of it, you know, is through little bots, to be honest. Like, I use MeBot 
And so that will allow, I can go in and set, like I use MeBot on Mark's server. And so with that, the bot has so many different options. And it basically is like, almost like if you think of a WordPress website, it's a plugin. And what it does is you can set, it'll set levels. And like, you'll see the more active you are, you accrue points. You accrue points for responding, for posting, for participating in different things, and you move up levels. And what you can do with those levels is the whole gamification thing that we're talking about is because people want to, it almost makes it like a competition. So for example, okay, Players Lounge. With ours, it's set up, since we're in the sports world, you've it's set up in levels of, um, we've got amateur, rookie, recruit, two-star, three-star, four-star, five-star, captain, All-America, VIP. It's set up in American football terms. And Mark's, we decided to have some more fun with this, his, um, he likes Star Wars. I like Star Wars. So we said, we're going to do it based on Jedi levels. <laughs> and so you've got your different Jedi levels, you know, from Padawan to Jedi Knight, Master Jedi Order of the Council. And so, you know, the whole thing is as people move up levels and it's when you go on the server, especially on Marks, and you look at everyone on the right side of the screen, it has everybody under their level. So you can see who's the Padawan. You can see who's a Jedi Knight. You can see who's Master of the Council. And so it, because people love competition. They want to get to the highest. If they see, oh, well, so-and-so's that, I want to get that, or, oh, I want to beat this person, they're going to be more active to move up those levels. And so that's where a lot of the gamification comes in, is setting that side up. Um, and it's just encourage, doing different things, encouraging people to be more active, to move up those levels. And you can set the levels. You can have as many as you want. You can have 20. You can have five. You can set how many you know, how fast they have to accrue points for each level. Um, but you, you can set, you know, the names of the levels can have different colors. You can put an icon with it. Um, so there's a lot of the customization stuff too, but I mean, if you're using Discord and you've got a server and you're wanting to do that, I mean, I recommend having fun with it. Cause I mean, honestly, it's a community and people are there, they're gonna engage, they're going to talk and it's gonna be, you know, more kind of a business after hours type of thing. It's not going to be professional, like a lot of what you would have in Slack. So I would say, if you're going to gamify it, have fun with it. You know, if mm. you're into Star Wars, do the Star Wars thing. If you're into Game of Thrones, have your different houses, you know, where you could be House Baratheon or Targaryen, or, you know, it have fun with it. You know, whichever, if it's Lord of the Rings, have your dwarves, have your elves, have your men, you know, it's, it, just have fun, you know, because yeah, it'll really get people, you know, like even with Mark's, he was like, should we announce that we're doing? I'm like, no, let's just see. You know, let's just do it and have it pop up and see reactions, you know? So, because we kind of, we, we launched that one. We finally got it launched last week. And so it's been fun to watch, but I mean, it's have fun with it. That's all I can De say. Definitely. Well, I've got work to do. I'm a, I'm a Padawan at the moment, so I've, I've got a lot of work to do on, on that server. But, <laughs> but I, I love that. I love that aspect of it and having fun and putting a personality into it. So um, I, I love the Star Wars thing. So that that is cool. So is is that aspect of it, you mentioned bots, is that baked into Discord or is it, you, you mentioned the plugin side of things. Do you? So are these third-party bots that you kind of install? Mm -hmm. Is that how it works? Yeah, they are third party. They're like, if you went on to Google and typed in, you know, Discord bots, there's a lot out there. Um, 
I used Maybot just because that's what had already been set up with Players Lounge. When they added me on as an admin, I could see their back end of it. Um, but I mean, they all have like Maybot, you know, they've got a free version. I paid for the pro because I wanted more options. And so, but I mean, you could do it all and just use the free versions and still accomplish what you want to. Um, a lot of it is, you know, Discord has their basic functionality, but a lot of this extra is through, you know, hooking a bot up. Like, for example, you know, if you integrate Dapper or Rally into it, that's through, there's a Rally bot that we had to get from Rally to put in there to be able to, you know, when people connect Discord and Rally, it'll see how many Rally coins they have to give them access to certain channels. Um, so a lot of it is mm. third-party integration. This sounds cool. I'm going to have to look into this because I love integrations. And I wonder if there's like ways of integrating it with like a mailing list or with social networks. I don't know. There's, there's probably loads of different ways you can get this to work. But keep things simple to begin with because you know, yeah. it's so tempting <laughs> yeah. to kind of like get, you know, first of all, you've, you've got to think about growing a community first, uh, you know, because and don't expect, you know, uh, that you're going to get hundreds of people joining to begin with if you don't have a community elsewhere. Um, that I think we've we've pretty much gone through most things. There's I, I think just just keep it simple, get started with it, join a few other communities as well. Definitely uh, join mm -hmm. the Rise community. Uh, Mark Schaefer's one, uh, but yeah, I, th I think that I think that's probably all we need to talk about. We could we could probably have to get you back on the show and talk about more advanced things in the future. But uh, Mandy, what what are you what are you else are you working on at the moment? Have you got anything? You know, how can people find out a little bit more about you? Um, well, you can find us online. Our website is memarketingservices.com. Then um, we're on every social channel: uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram. Um, we're most active on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can find me personally on LinkedIn under Mandy Edwards. Um, but yeah, just connect with us. Um, you know, on Twitter, um, the handle is at M-E-M-K-T-G services, but it's got my name, Mandy Edwards, attached to it. So um, that, that one's a little bit different because I use it about 50-50 personal business. But, um, but yeah, we, you know, love being online, love being involved in a lot of the social stuff and a lot like Discord and Web3, a lot of the emerging trends um, because about... 80% of our business is doing social media management and digital advertising for clients. So we try to be as involved with a lot of it so we can provide the best and the latest as it comes out for everybody. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Mandy. I think there was so much more we could talk about, but I think we'll leave it there. That's uh, this. I, I'm ex I'm, I've, I've always been thinking about uh, setting up my own server, but I think you are you are you encouraging me. I, I, I will. I will do it. I will do it. Well, thank you, Mandy. It's been great to have you on the show. If you've got any questions for Mandy, you know how to find her on all the socials. Uh, please do that. Um, but we are out of time. It is the end of uh, the show today. I will be back next week on Tuesday and Thursday for the live show. And of course, the podcast comes out every single Friday. So if you want to find out more about that, if you want to follow the show, uh, go to iag.me forward slash podcast. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits to the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Make sure you subscribe at iag.me forward slash podcast so you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Discord, one use Discord, man yet would show me how.